course we are. Yeah, we're all. I, I, I love hearing that because I know we're recording. Yeah, no, I've done, I've, I've done other podcasts and we're, we've gone like a, an entire show. And then the host be like, I didn't record any of that. Oh, Jesus. Come on. <laughs> like, well. <laughs> Talk about having one job to do. Oh, man. Like, well, that's, that's okay. So we just, all right. So we just chatted for an hour. It's fine. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Um, welcome, everybody, in the box with Thomas and Walt. Um, man, it's it, it was an interesting week for the Wings, interesting mm-hmm. week around the league. I think the Florida Panthers just scored another goal they're not even playing right now. I, I uh, just Timo Meyer probably just scored another goal. Right. Um, Kent Holland is probably going to have another press conference where he's going to just constantly say, no, everything is fine. It's great. <laughs> no one's getting fired. <laughs> you, I mean, if it doesn't work with Dave Tippett, I feel like, I don't know. Am, am I wrong in thinking that Dave Tippett's a, a good coach? Why oh, is that now? God, he is a good coach. It's just, I, I you know, years ago during one of the Oilers mini press conferences during one of their mini coaching changes, and the since really since 2006, since they went to the cup final in 2006, um, then, um, I had, what was he, GM or maybe assistant GM Kevin Lowe said, Well, there must be something in the water here. <laughs> I mean, it's starting to seem more and more. I mean, it's just, I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I don't, what do you do there? I mean, well, I know, I know what you do. I mean, you need, you, they can't, they can't get a save, right? Mike Smith is hurt. There's clearly no confidence in Koskinen, yep. and you have the young kid Stuart Skinner, who I mean, had a three-one lead the other night against Ottawa in the third period, and lost. And that's after going nine and zero against Ottawa last year. Yeah, yeah. like just I mean, they they can't can't get a save, can't make a can't get goals, and you know this is what. To me, this this highlights and and one of the things that you know to, to to bring it back to the wings and one of the reasons why I think that 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 playoff streak was able to happen was I really believe that going from Eiserman uh, to to Lindstrom to Zetterberg and having a calming, experienced, been there before presence. That's also the the top level guy. Yeah, you know, I, I I I it's this is this is totally a Thomas take that's probably wrong, but I always feel like it's important that the that the big voice in the room that kind of calls calls everybody down. It can be a fourth line player. I just feel like it's so much more impactful when it's coming from the superstar. Yeah. And, and and I just McDavid and Drysaddle haven't been there yet, so they right. It's <laughs> and, 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 and I, I mean Duncan Keith, he's been there, but I mean he's new, right? And and I don't want to say the words ring hollow from from those guys, and and, it, and it's not that, but you know, like like I said, if if walking into that room was was you know Henrik Zetterberg in his fifteenth year with the team, and you know two Stanley Cup rings to say guys. Let's just relax. We're okay. Everything's cool here. We, you know, we're, we're, where are we? One point out of a playoff spot or we're still in a playoff spot. We'll get through this. Yeah, just let's I mean, just yeah. play it's our like game. Do our thing. I mean, for the Oilers right now, point percentage is their friend. Okay. Right now. 
but and and games in hand is their friend right now. But I mean, it's you know, you know, as of right now, they're they're sitting they're what six points out of a wild card spot behind San Jose. I just but with six with five games at in hand over San Jose, which yeah. again, as we say, as you know. I say it a lot and you say it a lot. Games in hand don't mean nothing if you don't win them. Yeah, no, exactly. But this is why in, in, in what my, my pre-show text I sent to you, um, I think that this, this paves the way for, I think the Evander Kane is going to be signed by Edmonton. I I mean, there's already been rumblings. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the, and, and I, I, I feel like, Kind of, yeah, I think Edmonton is the most likely landing spot for him. Just if for reading the tea leaves and seeing everything that's going on, but like it doesn't solve the help. Problem. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, what you bring Evander Kane in, and and he, I mean, off ice, off ice stuff, per, you know, issues aside, the guy's a hell of a hockey player, and he and he can score, and he scores a ton of goals, but. I mean, he's not a goalie. He's not a defenseman. He's not exact, and he's not exactly known for his stout defensive play. Period. Right. He is an offensive guy who can score goals. Yes, but I mean, this—they need more. Yeah. Well, than just they, to score goals. I mean, they need. To, I mean, I'm I'm not saying they got like. I mean, you kind of like well, they got to hunker down and play two one hockey. I don't think they can play two one hockey because I don't. They don't have a goalie that's going to give up one goal. Right. That's I, I would, I, I think they can actually get both done. And I kind of expect the goalie trade to be relatively soon too. Um, I, I think that, you know, there's team, there are teams that are out of it that would, they can go out and improve, you know, contact those teams and, and get better goaltending. Um, I mean, and, and at this point it's, I think any goal is better than what they have right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I don't, I doubt Dallas is throwing in the towel, but what, 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 how could they make a deal for Braden Holtby? Um, I don't, I, I don't think Dallas is there. I mean, again, Dallas, they're right there too. I mean, they have the same amount of points as Edmonton with, 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 with games, with the same amount of games in hand as, in, in San over San Jose. So well, I, I don't I, I, I don't see Dallas throwing in the towel just yet. Well here but here's so the thing. There. Here's the thing though. What what they can do is Hudobin was brought back up, I noticed. Yeah. So they're they're back to having kind of three. And it, again, you're not gonna steal it. You're gonna make it worth their while. So you're gonna you're gonna say, okay, you know, we'll give you another goaltender and a first round pick so that you don't have to go searching for things. Or is there a, you know, a player on our roster that you want to take? And and maybe I don't, maybe, maybe this doesn't exist. I don't know. But in my head, I'm looking like Dallas, they're going to help Edmonton, a team that they're going to be battling for a playoff spot with. And then, but I guess it's uh, that, I mean, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But if, you know, it's, I also hear this take all the time about like, in, it's a little bit more applicable in, in the NFL with like not trading somebody within your own division. Cause you yeah. play them twice and whatnot. But if it makes your team better, like Dallas, if, if you're throwing in a first round pick and a third line player and you, you know, you have no designs on brain Holtby past this year, 
I mean, you are making your team better as well. If you, if you think you can trust Ottinger and Hudobin and that's, and that's kind of more my point is that you obviously, if somebody on your level, you know, you're going to have to give up more as opposed to going out and maybe again, I'm waiting for the call to Steve Eichmann and Thomas Grice. Is Thomas Grice better than an improvement over any of the goaltenders that they have? Or can Grice and Mike Smith be a better combination out there? Probably, yeah. Um, yes, I I mean, seriously. So, I, I mean, and, and then, you know, you're dealing, dealing with somebody from another conference. And again, the way Steve Eichmann is kind of Jedi mind tricked trades, um, I, I don't know how much, you know, I, I don't know. I'm sure he's not going to fleece Ken Holland, but it's something's going to work out there is, is Jonathan Bernier in New Jersey. New Jersey's probably in a bad way. Is yeah. there something that can be, can be gotten there? So I, I, but I don't think just kind of hanging in, in the, in the middle zone here and counting on making a run. I wouldn't wait if I'm Ken Holland, I'd make this deal and get yourself better now as opposed to waiting. Well, and well, and here, here's the issue because Ken Holland, he had a press conference uh, last Thursday and he came and, you know, he sat down and he came out and he, you know, pr- pretty much it was just, all right, somebody's got to go talk to the, to the media here and try to calm everyone down. Um, And, and he was very adamant was pretty much saying like, he's not, they're not trading futures for rentals. <laughs> They're not. So their first round pick, they'll they'll trade futures for a player who has term. They're, and he's he was very adamant about that. And also, you know, the Oilers they don't have a lot as far as draft capital. Really, right. I mean, they have their first round pick this year. Um, I don't. Let's see. I had a second round pick. Yeah, they don't have their second round pick. It goes to Chicago. And like if and and the trade they made, they don't have a third round pick. They don't have a fourth round pick. Well, as of right now, they have a second round pick, but like certain things need to need to happen. You know, the future considerations and like the whole little, um, the draft pick compensation, like, you know, that, that stuff there. So, so the Oilers could very well be going into this draft with one, with one pick in the first four rounds. Well, okay. Then is it something where, I don't know. I'm obviously, I mean, you have a hall, hall of fame GM. So you feel like if anybody can get creative, it's him. But if you bring Kane Evander Kane on board, does that now, can you, does that make Nugent Hopkins or Yamamoto or Puli Arvey expendable where you can trade where they can be a piece Um where, you know, you're going to open, you know, you trade Nugent Hopkins, although they just signed him. So that's probably not likely, yeah. but Pooley RV or, 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 or Yamamoto young talent, you know, would you make a, a grace for Yamamoto trade? Um, a player for player, a 35 a, year old goaltender that you probably don't have a future with, you know, to, for a 26, what, 20 something that you. Yamamoto is 23, 23 year old that maybe will, will blossom here. I wouldn't make that. Here's the thing. I wouldn't make that trade if I'm Edmonton. Okay. I wouldn't do it. I, I, because again, I mean, where's your scoring coming from? <laughs> you know, I mean, who, well, then, remember, because I, I mean, either Cal, Cal- Moto, he's not, he's not lighting, lighting it up like he was, was it two years ago? Right. Or a year ago when he came in and, and like, and he scored like, he had like, what, 30 points and, 
in like 40 games or something like that. He's not doing that, but I mean, you're, you're already hurting for offense. And well, remember that, that, that deal that happens with the, you know, with the assumption that you're bringing Kane in. Well, okay. Yeah. If you're bringing in Kane, who, who, I mean, but yeah. And, and Kane, he, It'll be it'll be a one year deal now. Now and now another thing with Kane is you know he's the NHL. There he's under investigation by the NHL, so he there could very well be another suspension coming his way. For what? For 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 for, for the violations that led to his contract being terminated by the Sharks. But well, so the because he so he wasn't playing because of the Sharks didn't want him to play. There was never right. was there wasn't an actual suspension involved with that, was there? No, well, no, he was he was suspended early, like for the first twenty one games of the year because of yeah. the okay. COVID passport thing we get whatever he had, and now the, they're investigating to see if he violate violated uh, more COVID protocol rules when mm-hmm. when with with the, with this whole thing with the AHL, which I mean, you know, he tested positive for COVID. He left like a he left a day earlier than what he technically was supposed allowed to. And then he was supposed to return back to the team on December 31st. And he got back on January 6th, which I mean, it happens, you know, I, right. Who, who, who among us hasn't, you know, looked at the time and, you know, had to be somewhere. And like, they told us it was three and we thought it was, it, we thought it was four. <laughs> Same thing. Right. Right. <laughs> it's about a week <laughs> off, about a week off. Just a bit outside. <laughs> Well, but th- so so that's been investigated. So and until the until that's sorted out, you know, you can't count on the Vander Kane. Be- now, now you now if the NHL comes out and rules that like, okay, we determined that he violated some rules, and he's going to be suspended for ten more games. A team can sign him. A team can still sign him, and then he sits out the ten games, and then you you have him back in the then you have him back in the fold. But I mean, if you look at it. All right, so let's, let's say the Oilers sign him tomorrow. Sure. And the league comes out like he suspended 10 games. So that's so he's out 10 games. Well, you're going to want him to do some conditioning, want him to play. So you're going to send him to the going to send him to their AHL affiliate ju- ju- just to get conditioning in for for we'll say maybe another 3 3 or 4 games. At this point, you know, we're you're you're looking at him not having him for another 15 games. And and and, and this thing could really come off the rails by then for you. Well, but again, I the, you're almost you're bringing him in cuz I'm going to assume that even without him I I'm just trying to get creative to get myself a better goaltender. He can come in 15 games later. And by that time, you're hoping that your your goals against per game is down a lot because you do have a better goaltender in. You know, you're you're signing him. So, I, how do I want to say this? You're bringing him in where he can be 15 games down the road if you're the piece that you're bringing in and can help keep the puck out of your net. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I get you saying, you know, yeah. If, if I say, okay, yep, I'm going to sign Evander Kane and then I'm going to train Tyler Yamamoto for Thomas Christ. Okay, let's just say that that's it. The idea of that of doing that is not to get Kane in the lineup tomorrow. It's to get Grice in net tomorrow. 
and know that you your your eventual replacement for Yamamoto at some point this season will be Evander Kane, even if he's suspended and then he goes on a you know two week conditioning stint. Okay, fine. Drysdale and McDavid should be able to hold down the scoring fort till then. You've got Grison that to hopefully to solidify your net. And now Kane can come in and Nugent Hopkins hopefully will be back soon. And now you can get back to having two really good forward lines out there too. So that that's more my thought with Kane is that you don't need, he could fill in a spot for a forward. If you end up trading one of your young forwards to get yourself better in net or a, another defenseman, that's kind of more my thought with Kane. You, it, it wouldn't be to necessarily plug him in tomorrow. It would be kind of the long play. Now I did Elliot Friedman brought up an interesting point about McDavid and Drysidel. And he just openly wondering like if they should make a change in, in their in their play and their playing style. Almost a la Steve Eisman when Scotty Bowman took over. Because, you know, we all remember know the famous story. Scotty Bowman came took over for the wings and told Steve Eisman. Look, you can you can score a bunch, you can score a bunch of goals, get to rack up the points, or you can win championships. And Steve Eisman said, "I want to win championships." And Steve Eisman went from one of the highest, consistently top five scoring in the league every year, to still putting up points, but to being one of the best hands down, one of the best two two way forwards in the league for the remainder of his career for the most part. And then the wings and then obviously the Stanley cup start rolling in for him. So I, I mean, and he, he brought, he just brought up a point like the, do, do you have that conversation with McDavid and dry kind of like, Hey, this isn't working. You know, the style of play, the, the way we're going, it's not working. And if you guys want to win, maybe we got to change something up. I'm not well, saying it's a great idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm saying you got Connor McDavid for four more years and you got dry saddle for three. And it's going to be hard. You're going to be hard pressed convincing them to resign when, well, when their contracts are up. If, you know, if, if we're still having this conversation about the Edmonton Oilers in two, three years, I guess what my, I come back or, or pointed at would be is, is you can, they can be better defensively and still be the dynamic scorers that they are because Nathan McKinnon is actually a very good two-way yeah. defensive player. I mean, it, if, if you do have that conversation with them, it shouldn't cost you, you know, it doesn't necessarily going to cost them at, you know, being as good as they are, which I think is kind of the misnomer. They shouldn't be thinking that way. They, 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 you can still be successful offensively, especially considering the way that the, the game is called now and, and be good yeah. defensively too. So I, I don't know. I sure have that conversation with them because there's no reason for it. They shouldn't automatically assume that if they are going to have to start playing defense, that their offensive game, it may take a slight step back, but it, it's not like they're going to completely suffer and fall off the face of the earth offensively. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause, cause those guys, they are too talented to, and, and like I said, you know, Steve Eisman, it's not like his offense dried up. He just, you know, he, he wasn't in the top three in scoring every year. Right. You know, I mean, if, I mean, if you go back, you, you look, you look at the top scorers from Steve Eisman from like the first, like 
10 years of his career. The only guys that score more than Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, it, it's a little trivia question that I love is that the the to this day, I believe and I believe it's still true. I, I haven't looked it up in a couple of years, and with given how good McDavid is, maybe it has changed, but you know, the most points scored by a player not named in a season, in a single season, not named Lemieux and Gretzky is Steve Eiserman. Yeah. He's and got the most it, points in a in a season not named not named Lemieux and Gretzky. Yeah, he just I mean, yeah, it, it's it's almost kind of like, you know, he he came along at just in and and almost at the wrong time. Right. <laughs> you know, because you, you had those those two just dynamic hockey players. Mm-hmm. And here's Steve Eiserman, you know, the quiet unassuming guy, but just racking up points too. <laughs> yeah, I think. We were we were lucky to get him because he's also ended up being the best GM out of all of them too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, uh, well, 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 Lemieux didn't didn't make a didn't make a nice chunk of change off of being a part owner. So right, owner, right, but right, right. Yeah, Gretzky is only a coach for the Coyotes, and I don't and like players like that, they can't coach because right. I don't, they can't coach because they see they will never see the game like a like a fourth liner, right. You know, Hell, they're never going to see the game like today's first liners. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's how good they are. I mean, that's how good he was. And that's the game, dif- game different all, and just all those reasons. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's enough about the Oilers. Let's, let, okay. let's let's move on. Let's move on to to a team that's that's having a that's having a worse time than them. Um, so <laughs> that's having a word. I didn't expect that. I, yeah. It, it, again, it, this goes to a stat that I saw the way I, I, I said, there's some stats that, that I saw this the, uh, today that just made me shake my head and then kind of laugh. Okay. So on December 2nd, Josh Anderson went on the IR for the Montreal Canadians. He has not okay. played. Now at the time he went on IR, he led the team in goals at seven. He set the return. He is still, he is now tied for the team lead in goals with seven with Nick Suzuki. Also more good news for Montreal Canadians. Carrie price is pr- pretty much starting completely from scratch for rehab on his knee. So if you had any hopes of maybe Carrie price comes in and you can salvage somewhat of a season, I think that's out the window now because he had, he had a major setback with his knee and like, he's right back to step one w- with the knee there. So well, they are the worst team in hockey, and they will continue to be. Um, Arizona has has beat them this week um, to give them enough points to. Uh, they're at twenty two. Montreal's at nineteen. Oh, man, that's a mountain to climb now for Montreal, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, the Coy- and, and also, I like to point out, I I, I said in November, I. Didn't see the guy. I didn't think the Coyotes would get 10 wins before the end of the calendar year of 2021. They're at nine right now. Yeah. And we're now almost into February. <laughs> um, we're halfway through January. <laughs> and Montreal's at Montreal's seven. Does this at all mean Shea Weber was not as washed up as people thought he was? Do we, do we think that that? can also be gleaned from the situation and how bad they've been. I mean, yeah, but I mean, also, you know, they've, they've had, they've had injuries, they've had COVID problems, you know, no carry price. 
Um, Jake Allen's missed some time. You know, I mean, Drew and Toffoli, Anderson just mentioned, they've all missed time. Dvorak's missed time. You know, I mean, they, they've... Mike Hoffman has not worked out for them for whatever reason. Yeah, what happened to him? Uh, Cole Caulfield has, has hit the hit the rookie wall really hard. I mean, I'm sorry, the sophomore wall really hard. Yeah. You know, it's and I mean, if, if for Montreal, I mean, I, I at this point, I mean, it's probably good news. It probably really is good news for Montreal. Like, okay, Carey Price is out. All right, let him sit. Yeah, we're, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna take a knee on this season. Yeah, and and we're just I mean, gonna let punting. it go. Yep. Yeah, we're just yeah we're gonna punt. It's fine. It's okay. I I, I mean, you know, it, I mean, because I mean, there's nothing else they can really. There's not. I mean, they're they're, they're out of as as we talked about last week. The eight playoff teams in the East is set. Yeah, I mean, no it's, doubt. It, it's it's set. Yeah, I mean. We'll have some changes in seating wise, and I mean, unless a team just absolutely falls flat on their face and has a historic, a historic collapse, you know, your your teams are Florida, Tampa, Toronto, the Rangers, Hurricanes, Capitals, Pittsburgh, and Boston. Those are your playoff teams in the East. Yeah, like I said, unless somebody has just a catastrophic, horrible fall in their face, and you know, I don't think one of those teams is going to be the Pittsburgh Penguins because. You know, the Penguins in their last eight games, they scored 50 goals in their last eight games. Oh, is that good? 50. Montreal has scored 78 goals in, in 37. Jesus God. Islanders have scored 67 goals in 30. That's so when, and I know with your memory, you'll, you'll remember, wasn't there. <sighs> I feel like it's within the last five years where somebody basically went like 18 to it. Wasn't it Ottawa? Ottawa. Yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. They went on that run and, and uh, did, 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 I believe it was 17, 18. Like if they went like 18, two and one down the stretch. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to think. Yeah. They just, yeah. yeah it was, uh, was it 16? Was it the year they went to the um, conference finals? Eric finals. Carlson was still on the team. Yeah, it was sixteen. That's because that's, they traded Carlson that offseason with San Jose. That's the only way that that happens in the East. Somebody needs to go eighteen two and one. That's that's. Who, who do you somebody, see? Doing I'm sorry. That? I, so, what, what team do you see in the East? I I mean now now here's the thing. Logic would dictate well. The Islanders, because one, they have the runway, yeah, and they have the winning and they have the winning pedigree. But it's but you know it kind of for me the Islanders, I, you know, they don't give up a ton of goals. They don't give up a ton of goals. No, they don't. They've only given up eighty four. I mean, and yeah. that's pretty damn good for thirty games, eighty four goals, thirty and and thirty games. That's pretty good. That's really good. It's, um, that would be the one team that maybe. Could. I mean, I, again, I'm I'm not predicting it. I'm just just to your point. The East is set. The only way the East is not set is if one of the teams not in the playoff finds some sort of magic lightning in a bottle yeah. and ends up going on some sort of unbelievable run. Um, that that and that Ottawa run is what kind of what I thought of. Um, yeah, where I mean, they I mean, you know winning 17 of 20 games. 
Um, but if I would I predict it? No, no absolutely not. I'm not right now, they sit 18 points back of Boston for the wild card. Yeah, I mean that's with with, with five games in hand. So again, even I mean, in a I mean, perfect I mean, here's the, they can they can win those five games in hand and and get the points for those, and they're still still and, not predicting them to come back. Still, so yeah. still not close. So hundred percent. I mean, if if the Islanders had had some player, if the Islanders had some players who could just go out and like, okay, this guy can go on a heater, can score a ton of go- these guys. They start scoring, they'll be fine. They don't have that player. Yeah, you're you right. Know, Matthew I mean, Barzell, he's more of a setup guy. Yeah, than a goal scorer. I mean, and it's you know, Anders Lee is their goal scorer. I mean, Brock Nelson and Anders Lee. Are tied for the team lead in in goals with ten. Well, this is it, 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 this is a situation where you know they kept trying to get better and plug holes and and it just didn't work. You know the the loss of Eberly and Taze and Letty and they thought they were plugging these holes. Yeah, with and, with and- like. Palmieri and Dobson and 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 Parisi and it just it hasn't worked out for them. And also, you know, Pajot's not not scoring. Bavillier right. isn't scoring. Oliver Wallstrom isn't scoring. I mean, Josh Bailey isn't scoring. You know, all, all these all these players that they that were already that were already in place on a team that they expected. Like, okay, here's your chance to step up. They haven't yeah. stepped up, and they haven't, and you know, you we're, we're not we're not seeing any offense out of the Islanders now. Granted, you know, they were already sort of offensively challenged anyway. Now, right. the Islanders, you know, they're they're not going to win a lot of a lot of uh, games six five. You know, they 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 are the team that can and do play the two one hockey. Which, funny enough, they lead the Flyers two to one right now, going into the third. Uh, you can just just write that down as the final score. <laughs> we're tracking. It's fine. It's we're done. We're done. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, and and conversely, I feel like Arizona, Seattle, and Chicago and Chicago. I mean, even Chicago Chicago, they're they're not as far back as as they were. They they got they got a they went they've gone on a little bit of run. They get, they're picking up wins here and there. I mean, you know, Chicago, they're eight points out of a wild card. You know, Vancouver, they're seven points out. Yeah, after after they finally they lost they dropped three straight. So all that yeah. progress they made up, they basically felt like they lost right away. Right. You know, we already mentioned Edmonton and Dallas. You know, they're 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 sitting there, they're six out. Win- Winnipeg, they're five out, Calgary's four out, but all those teams have five have 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 at least two games at hand over San Jose. Yeah. Well, the, that West is going to be, it's not going to be the East. <laughs> that no. West is going to, is, is going to see a lot of movement. Now, now conversely, I now and Colorado, Nashville, St. Louis, and Minnesota, I think those teams are all in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think th- those four teams they're in. I, I Vegas, I, and I, I feel very confident that Vegas is going to be in because they're getting healthy and then they're going to have Jack Heichel and then, they're just going to play over the cat for the rest of the year. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, they'll figure it out, I guess. I don't know. They're 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 adding an an an, an all star center to their lineup. Yeah. And <laughs> and in, in, in about a month or so. Yeah, hundred percent. So I I don't see them and and they they've been doing just fine without 
a true all-star number one center to this point. So yeah, yeah. if you're you're telling if if Jack Uckle returns any kind of form and he's gonna take over that top line with Stone and Pacioretty, and then you're gonna come back with the with the misfit line that they've had since their inception. That's and, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough, man. That is going to be tough. And I feel like people forget how good Jack Eichel is. Well, I they, and, just, and and it, and it's it's only because Buffalo. well Buffalo. he's in Buffalo and also he was the he was the guy who went number two when Crosby when McDavid went number one right yeah he's not putting up McDavid numbers but I mean the guy who does right I, I mean his his rookie year fifty six points in eighty one games his second year he got hurt sixty one games fifty seven points seven seventeen eighteen. 67 games, 64 points. I mean, it's almost point per game pace right there. Yep. Uh, 18, 19, you know, COVID year. I mean, the year before COVID, 77 games, 82 points. Uh, 19, 20, sh- shortened season because of COVID, 68 games, 78 points, 38, 36 goals. You know, and and even last year, only 21 games, 16 points in 21 games last year. And and who's he played with? What Skinner Olison? Uh, like, Jeff Skinner, um, Sam Reinhart. Mm-hmm. That 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 was that 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 was the the their number one line there for a couple years, and then the coach came in and decided to take Skinner off of the line with Ico and put him on the fourth line, and then got upset when Skinner wasn't scoring, <laughs> and then benched him. Like, yeah, I plan on the fourth line. <laughs> Give me fourth line minutes. Of course, he's not going to score. Uh, and at nine million dollars. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Like um, what? Eight more years, too, right? Yeah. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. I, I I do agree with you, though. I I feel like it's kind of the Buffalo black hole, man. Is he he was in Buffalo. I mean, he and and let's face it, what he hasn't played. Uh, what you said so in. Oh, I clicked on Skinner. I'm sorry. Skinner's got 13 goals so far in 35 games. Yeah, he's all good. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the coaches utilized him, put him on the forest line. Shocking. Yeah. Already got Shocking six how that works. Did all of last year. Yeah, but what what I was gonna. So it's just I I just think that the other reason is with. Eichel was that so he didn't play, you know, Buffalo obviously didn't play in the bubble. And then he's played what 25 games before he got hurt in the 56 game season. Yeah. Um, so what basically since COVID started, he's played 23 games and basically two full calendar years. I think that that's how you get forgotten real easy is he's just kind of almost experiencing an out of sight out of mind thing and and the fact that his team hasn't there's been no there was really no success in buffalo in his time there and then he gets hurt and then he gets traded and now i think that there's there's all these reasons why it it is you know why he's kind of the forgotten man and he's going to a place where he's going to have a real big opportunity to get himself right in the middle of the map again that's for sure oh man that's a Man, I, man, that was a terrible thrown ball by Matthew Stafford there. Threw it right in his hands and he dropped it. 
I'm not watching just because I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to get all. Yeah, yeah no, he, he, he threw it right, right in the receiver's hands. <laughs> and he dropped it. It was 14, 14 nothing Rams, right? Yeah, like way to help your quarter. I mean, I mean it, he, he had to turn around a little bit, but still help your quarterback out. It's playoffs, bud. Make a catch. Uh, I'm, I'm more in, inclined to think that way usually. But the catch. <laughs> oh man. That was his first incompletion. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. They gotta be middle of the second quarter, right? Yeah. 845 to go. All right. So we're a hockey show. We're a hockey show. Let, let's focus on, on, on the hockey. Yeah, right. But we never get distracted, sure. hundred percent. No, what's distractions? Us never. Right. Never. Never. Um <clears throat> So, uh, so yeah, where do I want to go here? Boston, the Boston Bruins. So they Tuka Rask is back. Yes. In the fold, which sends uh Jeremy Swayman down to the uh sends Swayman down to the minors. Sway, Swayman was doing pretty well, you know, eight games in eight games, six uh I'm sorry, eight, six, and two, two twenty-six goals against and a nine eighteen save percentage. I mean it, not a sneeze out there. No, not at all. You know, um, Linus Olmark, 13-5-0, and 0, 250 goals against 9-18 save percentage. I mean, again, pretty good. But Tuca is back for the remainder of the season with the Boston Bruins. As the Bruins, clearly, they're just – I mean, they're just – the Bruins, to me, they feel almost like <clears throat> the Penguins in a way where, all right, as long as you got Marshawn, Pasternak, yeah. and Bergeron, they're going to keep going for it. 100%. You know, they're, they're, they're not going to, they're, they're not, they're not going to tear it down much like with the wings. Well, you know, as long as we got, well, it we went from as long as we have Eiserman, Shanahan and Lichstrom and Fedorov and then Eiserman and the Lichstrom and Datsuk and Lichstrom and Datsuk and Zetterberg. Mm-hmm. As long as we have that, as long as we have Zetterberg and Datsuk, <clears throat> you know, they're, the wings are going to go for it. And, <clears throat> you know, and I feel like that's what the Bruins are kind of doing here. Um, now, again, Slow uh, after a slow start to the season for the Bruins, they've really they've really started to hit finally hit their stride. I mean, Mar- Mar- Marshawn, he's you know he he's just sco- scoring light, scoring almost every night, along with Pasternak and Bergeron. Um, Taylor Hall, we're not not seeing the point production Taylor Hall. I think everyone expected to see out of him playing Bo- when he signed with Boston. Well, he, he he became kind of a, a product of bad luck because I think that the, the idea there was to bring him was he was going to be Krejci's running mate, and then Krejci they played what a half a year together, and Krejci retired. Yeah, not uh, um, Krejci just go play in the Olympics. Maybe a year and a half. Maybe it was a year and a half together because this is Taylor. Is this Taylor Hall's? He wasn't acquired last year at the deadline. It was two years ago at the deadline, right? No, no, he was, it was last year. Was it just the 56 game season that he was? Yeah, he six, 16 games with the Bruins last year. Uh, okay. Yeah, after so, 37 games with the Buffalo Sabres, where he got 19 points, 16 games with the Bruins, he got 14 points. Yeah, well, that's about right. So, <laughs> what a guy, a player left left the Buffalo Sabres and then did better. Stop me if you heard it. Way. So I think that that's why part of the, I don't want to say lack of production. I I mean, uh, 25 points in 35 games is, isn't bad. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, 
Although it's it's going to be interesting because you know the last three weeks they've they've actually broken up the perfection line, and they put Craig Smith with Bergeron and Marshawn, while Pasternak played with Hall, and I believe Charlie Coyle, I believe, has been their center. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if if that keeps going. Um, Pasternak, he had a bit of a slow start too. He's up to sixteen goals on the year. Yeah. The, I mean. What what's shocking or uh, scary is that Tuca didn't even go to Providence to warm up and his oh. first game and he gave up two goals and has, you know, <laughs> made twenty five saves and twenty seven shots like he hadn't been out and just been out eight months. So Yeah, it felt great. He felt great. I mean, uh, and, and I guess like you know, for me, the, the alarming thing with the Boston Bruins is when you see all right, Marchana has forty three, Pasternak and Bergeron Pasternak has thirty one points, Bergeron has thirty points. Hall has 25, McAvoy has 23. And, you know, and then your next highest scoring forward, and McAvoy is a defenseman, by the way, the next highest scoring forward is Charlie Quill with 16 points. And then after I mean, that's Craig Smith with 13 points. And then Eric Hall with 12, and Lazar with 11, and DeBrusque with 10. And it's, you, you know, you're they're not having that depth scoring. And right now, the playoffs were to start right now. The Boston Bruins... They get they get the wonderful uh, task of taking on the Florida Panthers in the first round, and I, I you know, that's a track meet team. There hasn't this just been Buffalo's problem seemingly since in Boston? What did I say? Buffalo. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't this been Boston's problem? I mean. Even in in 2019, with with the, when their 20 yeah 2019 when they made their cup run yeah it was still you know the the perfection line and their defense yeah I mean secondary scoring I mean yeah uh, you know I think Krejci actually had a pretty good postseason Krejci did have a good postseason for him yeah it, it's it's always been the their problem and and you almost it, it's so common that I almost wonder if it's are they like. Every offensive zone faceoff, they're putting their perfection line out there. It yep, can just win the draw, keep get control of the puck, and yeah, I mean, it's almost like they need to coach the scoring up. You know what I mean? Like maybe you do put the second line out there in an offensive zone situation. Give them a possible, you know, maybe you know if you get a power play, break them up, split up. I mean, I, I know you're so good, but that's you can't win in the playoffs with one line scoring. Yeah, it is, especially. I mean, you. You know, you know, I right again. I, I, I also feel like the Bruins are going to be a wild card team. So you're either going to you're going to see the Florida Panthers or the Tampa Bay Lightning, or you know, and those those teams, you, they're good and they can shut they can shut they can shut you down offensively. And then also they can they they can fire out Tampa Bay Lightning can probably fire out five lines that can score goals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that is very annoying. And 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 then oh and also you know they have Andre Vasilevsky in that which I mean, which is why they're never going away. Right, you know, uh, you you know you you get a goal on them, keep the puck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, demand video evidence right away. Like, no, I need you to save that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, it, it's, I, and you know, I mean, look at and I and to that to that point, I, the Boston Bruins feel like the. I don't want to say weakest, but the weakest team in the East right now in the playoff spot. Which, I mean, because, I mean, factually, that's accurate. 
so there is there is that part of it. I mean, that is factually accurate. They have of the eight teams that this clear line of delimination, they have the lowest point percentage. Right. I mean, and, and then maybe next up is maybe the Rangers. Uh, yes, that because because I mean they're they're right. Now, well, I believe they're they're leading the division right now. Actually, it's the it, if you're looking at just point percentage. Actually, the Capitals are a little bit worse than the Bruins. Yeah. No, but I'm I mean like as far as like the teams you're kind of looking at like I don't. Yeah. So what you're saying is you trust the Capitals. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I trust the Capitals. Second. I trust the Hurricanes. I I feel we all trust the Lightning right, until they give us yeah. a reason not to. Sure. Right. We trust Toronto to stay where they're at in the regular season. We'll see what happens in the postseason. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, I mean, right. it's kind of a show me. And I, I trust them. I, I, you know, trust them. I trust the Panthers. I mean, they deserved a better fate in that, in that series against the Lightning last year. It's just, you know, Vasilevsky was playing out of his mind. Yeah. And they, their goaltending wasn't. Right. And they tried them yeah. all. Literally. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they went everywhere and tried everyone. And yeah, I, yeah, just, yeah. They, they, they had, I was like number, I was number 17 on a depth chart, man. I was, I was waiting for my opportunity. And that was all they needed. They, they needed seriously a timely save. That yeah. could go completely different. That's that a different series. series. Yep. Nah, just with a timely save, but getting back to the Burns, I mean, the, the, what, the one thing you don't know is that trade deadline. Is there going to be a, is there going to be a center available? Because what's the move? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, one's coming. If they keep Pasternak, Pasternak on the second line, can can something get you know? Is, I mean, is so there... here, here's what here's what I feel like would happen. Just because that the Boston Bruins they have they have that veteran leadership in that locker room there. Sure. Like I. Doesn't Evander Kane just scream to you the perfect addition for the Boston Bruins? I mean, can't you can't you kind of see him going into Boston? I mean, that that's an and I w- firmly believe Evander Kane, if he's on a team that has an established leaders veteran leadership group, he'll he'll he he'll mind his he'll mind he'll mind his p's and q's, and he he won't go full Evander Kane. I mean, he's always going to have his he's going to be him regardless. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, coming to play, you know, and, and that's the other thing with Vander Kane, say what you want about the guy last year. He's all the stuff he went through last season. Dude was still the best player on the San Jose Sharks team. That was, that was not great. And he's, and he put up a ton. He's I mean, all he's, all he's done is he's been in the league has put up points. He put up points in Winnipeg. He put up points in, in Atlanta. He put up points in Buffalo. He put up points in San Jose. I mean, it's. So here, here's the only reason why I don't think so for, for Boston as much is because, all right. Yeah. So I, I got to sign him first. Say it again. The lightning are going to sign him first. Oh, don't. That's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. Um, again, it, it was, you know, Marshawn Bergeron Smith on the top line, Pasternak and Hall, the wingers, Eric Hall has actually been centering them. And I guess on a mix with, I just feel like my, my, my whole point of this, it's gotta be a center. They need somebody that can absolutely be a center to, you know, if they keep it separate and have Hall and Pasternak being their second line, who is centering those two? 
Um, and and Kane, I, I don't believe what well, Taylor Hall's played some center, right? So maybe you go Kane, Hall, and Pasternak. Okay. I mean, if that's keeping Craig Smith on the top line, or maybe Ned, then you can drop Smith, and you're more comfortable. So, so, so you're going to fire a lineup out there with Pasternak on one wing and a Vanderkan another wing. You're going to tell me that's just like, oh, right. And then you know, being centered by Taylor Hall, and yeah. then or uh, maybe I, Hall. I, well, you know what that is that's creating depth. Yeah, right? the same thing that we kind of talked about the Edmonton Oilers needed to do. Yeah. is create depth by, by you know, switch around a roster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. And, and, and the thing is, is I, you know, they have that kind of trade trip with, with DeBrusque saying that he wants to go. Can they trade him for, I mean, can you sign Kane and then trade DeBrusque for still another center and maybe even get stronger. And so yeah, you're putting Pasternak back up the middle or back with the with the perfection line, you get Kane and then trade deadline center, and now your third line is strong because you've got Holler and Coyle together with Smith. So I mean, they, they, there's a lot of things they could do, but I, and as good as they are, it, you're right. I, I I would pick them to lose probably any series against any of the current teams that are leading their divisions. Yeah, just because it. I, there's just something right now that as it stands, they're just not deep enough to get the scoring done. It just feels that way. Well, we, we shall see. And now watch Boston Bruins are going to go on a run and go to the conference finals. Well, but that's the thing. They're so, they're, they're so, they're good. And in, in, of, of, of course they could go on the run. Yeah. It, it's, it's not impossible. It just seems unlikely given right. where they're at. I mean, of the eight teams in the East, I think of the teams that would shock me that that are the playoff teams, the team that would shock me if they went on a, made it to a cup final. It's the Rangers number one, just because, you know, they're so young and there's ahead of so far ahead of schedule. Yeah. And then I think the Bruins would be number two. The other teams I could, I mean Toronto, they should be able to go on a run. Right. We've been waiting, we've been waiting for this for Toronto for what three, four years now? Yeah. I mean, seriously, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, and you know, we you know, the, the hurricanes, you know, we expect them to be good. The Capitals, we know what they could do in the playoffs, especially now again, back to the, they're healthy. I don't know. I, 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 now that you mentioned, I may take a step back on the Capitals because you know what? They haven't done anything since they won the cup and they keep bringing the same group out there. (laughs) I mean, there's no, I, I, I mean, if they, if they've, they've had to rotate a lot of bodies and due due to health issues. So if you were going to tell me that, that guys like, um, that they were going to keep, um, what's the youngster Mick, 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 Connor McMichael. Thank you. They're going to keep McMichael and some of the young guys that have gotten time in the lineup to kind of a little bit of an infusion, if you will. You know, I I would maybe actually be more comfortable with them. But I mean, if they're still rolling out, I mean, it's it's so weird because they're just they are so good. But I I, I don't know. There's something off about the Caps because they've had they've had some they've had 
the same group pretty much ready to go in the postseason. I mean, everybody's banged up that time of year and they haven't really looked good since they've won the cup. Well, I will say the difference is if Kenny Kuznetsov is looking like the 2018 Kuznetsov. That is true. He hasn't been very good. Um, And also I think Tom Wilson hasn't been suspended yet this year. I was, that's (laughs) how shocking is that fact? That's seriously, you know, and you know, you know, they're going to, you know, and they're, they're going to get Oshi, you know, Oshi is, she should be back. I believe he's back. I believe he's back too. Every, yeah. Every, yeah. So everyone's back, you know, I mean, and I, I know how much you just absolutely lo- loathe. Um. <laughs> he's not back and good. I hope he doesn't come back. Anthony Mantha, but um, you, you expect him to be back and, you know, Which it, will only bring them down. <laughs> They'd be better off trading him. They'd be better off trying to find a way to trade trade him. And the love <laughs> continues. I, I like seriously. I, I didn't. I didn't plan on this streak happening, but I'm gonna keep the streak going. And of of every week of you saying something about Anthony Mantha. Well, <laughs> the dude. Look at what Raymond and Larkin. Look at Larkin. Yeah, look I at Dylan yeah, Larkin. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about them and 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 in a moment here. Well, I mean, but you can't. My angst for Mantha is all is all because of the success that Dylan Larkin's had with Lucas Raymond. That's why it it pisses me off. If if Larkin were were not literally a point per game player right now. Along with his, along with Tyler Bertuzzi being a point per game player right now, and Raymond with thirty two and forty, if that wasn't the case, maybe I wouldn't be so hard on Anthony Manta. But the success that that line is having, with him not there, it's really hard not to see. Okay, we've changed Ma- Raymond for Manta, and look at the difference. Yeah. Oh no, it's no no doubt. It's a. Uh, I mean, Dylan Larkin's an all star. <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it, he's point per game. Yeah. That's not easy. That not everybody in the league averages a point per game. He is right now with his two goals today over a point per game clip. Which is, which is the, his trajectory to, uh, two years ago. Cause he, he was climbing up and then they had just a miserable 1920 season and then shortened by COVID. And then just, and then last season was there as well. Wow. I really overestimated the number of players that average a point per game. Oh, well, I guess that's not, that's not entirely fair. Cause there's, there's guys that have played three games and have three points. Oh, well that's Malkin. So I guess, you know, he could, have <laughs> one player. I guess that's well, fair. That, well, he, that, that's a, that, that's a different breed of a player right there. So, yeah. All right. So, well, you brought up, you brought up Larkin. Let's talk about the wings. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings. They played three games this week. They went two one and zero, um, and two of those games ended in shutouts. One one four, one against. Uh, talk about the first game. The Wings against the Jets. The first game back after after a long West Coast swing. You know they they lost three nothing. You know it was two goals by Andrew Cop, former former Wolverine from Ann Arbor, and then Kyle Connor, former Wolverine from the area, got the empty netter, 
Connor Hellebuck from Commerce Township, another local guy. Yeah. He, has a, he has a 33 save shutout. But I mean, the story in this game was the Wings over five on a power play. Against the second worst power play in the NHL, too. <laughs> Penalty go. Right. Yeah. That's what I meant. The <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah, over five on the power play for for the wings, including they had a, a very long five on three, which they didn't couldn't get anything, and a lot of it was just bad luck. Fabry hit a post, Larkin got a post, Bertuzzi had a shot just go wide, Larkin had a shot where the the player just got a stick, a jet player got a stick on it at the last second and deflected it wide. Um, Larkin had it had like. Larkin had about four or five opportunities in that game where the puck just was not his friend. And, and Winnipeg was, you know, like you said, Detroit was, had played Tuesday or well, I want to get my days right. Tuesday played Tuesday in San Jose. Yep. Oh yeah. Tuesday in San Jose. And then back on Thursday. Yep. Um, So it's well, Winnipeg had played, hadn't played in like a a week. (laughs) I guess their schedule is all very weird with COVID right now. So I'm sure, you know, there was a little bit of a drain factor to it, but you know, you're right. I mean, those, those games are going to happen. You want to see the power play get going, but you know, the, especially against the work, you know, second worst penalty kill in the league. But again, I'm waiting for it. 4-0 4-0 loss to the Kings, two shootout, two OT losses to the Ducks and Sharks. Now they lose to Winnipeg 3-0, and I'm like, all right, here, here comes yeah. the 10-game losing streak. And, and Nadelkovich, Nadelkovich played a really good game. I mean, he stopped, he stopped, but he made, made, made a lot of great saves. I mean, the two goals that beat him, I mean, Cop kind of ev- everyone thought Cop was going to pass the puck when he's down by the goal line and then shot the puck, which everybody kept saying, it's an impossible angle. It's not an impossible angle if he did it. <laughs> Right. It's a very also, difficult angle. Yes. Very difficult. And it's not impossible. Considering that Larkin, like considering Larkin scored two goals from basically right. the exact yeah. area. In, in the same game. Yes. I mean, we should be very used to it here. Now, now here's the thing. It's impossible for me to score a goal from that spot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's impossible for me to stand up on skates. So, yeah. So, so in that context, yes, it is impossible, but it's not impossible for an NHL to score. Guys score from that spot all the time. It's just one of those things that makes me laugh. Yep. Um, and yeah, because I was at the game and just hearing people yell at the wing, shoot the puck. And then I'm like, there's there's three dudes in front of them. It's going to get blocked. And then they shoot it. It gets blocked. Like, well, there you go. He shot it. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, got it. It's blocked now. Oh, now they're my, going the other way. Oh, and cop just scored. Cool. Yeah, Two nothing now. Absolute favorite. That is my absolute favorite. Yeah. Shoot the puck shoot, guy. Shoot, or you know, pass it. Because you know, because you know right after that, too, they're going to say, Well, don't shoot, don't shoot now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot it around him. Oh, okay. We bend bucks now. I got Yeah, right. David probably can on the because that's what they do on the planet where he's from, where they play hockey, but the matrix <laughs> not here so the wings a tough loss but again i wasn't i wasn't upset about the loss they played good hell hellebuck played a hell of a game yes i did that on purpose and so they went into to a weekend set home and home with the buffalo sabers and they had themselves a time 
Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, three points Saturday night. Dylan Larkin, two points, added two assists. And Velkovich gets his first shutout as, as a Red Wing with a 22-save performance. Fabry scores a goal. Raymond gets a goal. Rasmussen gets a goal. Everybody kind of get, getting out of their slumps against the Buffalo Sabres. Wings win for nothing. Uh, also, two power play goals. So they, I know. They, they fixed that power play problem. I know. Of course. It, the way it works. Two, you know, two days later, you know, it, but but again, it wasn't like they did, they weren't getting a chance on the power play against Winnipeg. Hellebuck made some saves and they had some bad luck. Yeah, I definitely feel this year. I feel less that power play. We want to decline power plays. Yeah, I feel like they're more. I mean, they're still not where you want it to be, but it, it is definitely less of a. It's oh not the worst in the league. Yeah, it's exactly. it's not. Oh, the Wings have a power play. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go do. I'm gonna watch something else, or I'm gonna go to the bathroom, or I'm gonna make a sandwich. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it, it it had literally been that bad for a stretch of time. Um, so you're right. That that's a plus. And 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 like I was saying before, you know, I I do keep worrying and kind of waiting for the bottom to fall out. And there was a chance there with with the four game losing streak, and they were able to prevent it. I don't think it is. I don't, I, I don't think the bottom will fall out on the scene because. I mean, number one, the way Larkin's playing, well, the way that top line is playing, period, Larkin, Bertuzzi, Raymond, they're playing phenomenal. I mean, defensively, you know, Mark Stahl has been phenomenal for the wings. Nick Letty has been great. I mean, you're not sitting on a score sheet, but you're you're not, they're not giving up a ton of odd man rushes or high quality scoring chances like they have been in the past. And oh, also, Moritz Sider is really good. Yeah, that's just then, right? You know, and and then and that I mean, the Delkovich, and that is just like, oh, okay, huh? oh, they have a breakaway, oh, okay, I'm not worried, and yeah. he's he's making he's making those saves. While a lot of the shots are, that 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 are beating him are great a score, are, are those those great scoring chances or, or great shots, where it's kind of like, well, there's maybe four goalies in in the league that's that that'll make that save. Yeah. And two of them are Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well played. Well played. Yeah. Um, so, so I, and, and I, I, I just, I don't see it happening with this group. I don't, I don't see them going on a, a flyer us eight game losing streak or, you know, just falling apart. Also the Islanders are up three, one on the flyers right now. Oh with, my God. Another goal. Yeah. With, well, uh, with about six and a half to go in the third. And, and, and here's, Here's the other the other thing that I kind of want to mention with that is is you know you can say or somebody who's thinking well yeah well it was Buffalo but yeah well that's where we're at okay let's face it let that that's where the wings are at they need to beat Buffalo yeah they, they should beat Buffalo yes you know that's the fact that you can say yeah it's just Buffalo well two seasons ago Buffalo was saying yeah well, it's Detroit they should beat them. Right. You know, and, and, and so that's another thing that I think is, is, is important is that that's just kind of where we're at is it's, this is, a, you know, the slow rebuild process is we're now kind of a middle of a pack team where, you know, San Jose and Anaheim playoff teams, you know, as of now. So getting a point in those games out West, that's really, that's not bad. You know, I mean, that's okay. And, and also, you know, they've beaten the blues. They've beaten, the, they beat in Vegas, you know, they've beaten they Boston beat Ottawa or um, not, um, um, Edmonton. Sorry. Yeah. Beat Edmonton. 
we'll see how much that matters going forward. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, they, they beat Washington, you know, they've, they've beat these teams who are, you know, they deserve probably deserve a better fate against the lightning in, in game one of the year, but you know, they, you know, they're, they're beating the bad teams, but they're beating good teams as well. Yeah. If, if they continue but, to you know, at right. home, you know, the road thing, we got to get that sorted out. It, I mean, they're, you know, continuing to stay at or above the, that 50 percentage point metric. Yep. You know, 18, 17, and five, yep. 41 points, 40 games. If it, I mean, if if you would have told me 85 points, if this team finishes with, you know, 82 to 85 points on the year, it's pretty, you know. Yeah, that's called progress. You're right. Because, you know, they were, I think they had 49 in the 56-game season last year. So they were a little bit, like, they worked out to be about 45%. So now yeah. you get a little bit above 50 I mean, I don't know, you know, we were talking about it this season. I don't know who's taking a step back in the East next season, even, but it, you know, as you continue to build, you, you worry about that as it comes, just keep building your, your product and, and let every, let the chips fall where they may. I mean, here's the thing. The, you, you look, you look at every team right now and I have, well, in the East with the exception of Washington, Pittsburgh and Tampa, but you know, Florida. You know, they they very recently Florida. You know, they were cellar dwellers, and 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 kind of, and then they kind of hit that middle ground where they weren't going up, but they weren't going down either. They just try, had to find had to find their footing. They finally have the Hurricanes, also to an extent. The Rangers. I mean, the Rangers have gone up a lot quicker. Yeah, than I think everyone expected. But you know, when when Artemi Panarin is like, no, no, I will come play for you. Then Adam right. is like, no, I want to play for the Rangers too. That and helps. You, your two young goalies that you have, they both ended up being absolutely cool. studs. Yes, that's studs. the other thing that really needs to be mentioned. Yeah, I I, I bet you they won't trade Gorgiev for nothing. Uh, no. <laughs> you know, and then and obviously, you know, the problems in Toronto have been well documented. You know, you know they Austin Matthews is the number one pick. You don't get a number one overall pick if you if you're a cup contender that year. Right. And, well, and I mean, and, unless you completely fleece a team and in a trade or something. Stop it. Um, it's it was. It there. happened. I don't care. It I happened. Apologize Stop it. For nothing. Stop I apologize it. For nothing. But and and you know and because and also the wings are at that point now where it's like. You, you're not you're we're not sitting here going oh well you know i hope we have a a, a a top five pick like no we want the draft picks we've taken in the draft the last five years to be stepping up and, and contributing now right you know and and then like whoever whoever they draft now wherever they draft now is where they draft and 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 also you know and i've had this conversation with my with my lions friends who like all oh, the lions they need i'm like it does, it's not where you draft it's who you draft right because you 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 look at the great teams. I mean, Tampa, yeah, they, they Steven Stamkos, but that was forever ago, you know, number one, you know, but, you know, they got Steven Stamkos, but they also got Kucherov. Yeah, they got Victor Hedman as a high pick, but they also got Braden Point as a fourth round pick. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's not about where you, and you look at Oilers, they've, how many top five picks have they had in the last decade, in the last almost two decades? 
And what have they won with them? Right. The Buffalo Sabres. How, how many top top picks have the Sabres had in the last decade? Yeah. You know, and, you know, they're starting from scratch again. Right. You know, the Arizona Coyotes. How, how many how many times have they been in, in the lottery? You know, it's you, you, you got you got to. Would it be great to get the number one overall pick when you have it have a generational talent coming out? Of course it would. Of course. But also, you all right? Yeah, you can have Connor McDavid, but if you don't draft well outside of that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you you have to draft well outside of those guys. Penguins, yes, they got Crosby, and they they got Fleury, but they also got Latang and Stahl and Malkin. Malkin was a high pick, but you know the. And and then they surrounded, they filled out the roster with with guys in a roster on the third and fourth line who can play and contribute. Crazy, make <laughs> How about that? Who would have guessed? Right. You know, the Boston Bruins. I mean, they they haven't they haven't won a cup since 2011. But Brad Marchand wasn't a top pick. Bergeron no. wasn't a top pick. Mm-hmm. Pasternak was wasn't a top pick. No, I but it goes to show you the importance of drafting because they blew those three. How much better could Boston be? Yeah, and it's Matthew Parcell. <laughs> right, goes right after they have three in a row. And, and, and yeah, it's just like, and Thomas Shabbat, like the next three picks are just right. like, oh, man. Like, literally, if they yeah. take the next three picks over the three picks that they took, they would probably be set up for the next decade. Oh, 100%. They, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be looking for an, another center right now because they'd have Matthew Barzell as as their second line center, and they'd be pair like you said pair Thomas Shabbat with with uh, McAvoy, yeah, or yeah, McAvoy comes off the ice and Shabbat goes on. Yeah. You have Brandon Carlo still. I mean, you're pretty deep defensively all of a sudden. Yeah, and they, they fire out Kyle Connor on the wing, which is <laughs> like that was another one of those. Yeah, yeah I mean, Kyle Connor is a player where like I just. I he's just never going to get the probe amount of love in his career that I feel he deserves. Does anybody so, in Winnipeg though? Has anybody in Winnipeg yeah, ever I mean, really true. gotten their proper love? True. I mean, but it's just, you know, he's, he's going to, he's at 20 goals already. He's at 20 goals again, probably going to get 40. Yeah. I mean, he's, huh. he rolls out of bed scoring 30. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm, Here's the puck. There's a net. It's going to go. I'm going to put it in there. Okay, cool. Got it. 100%. Yep. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Should be easy. Oh, look, it went in. Yep, it was easy. Okay. But it's, I mean, that's, it's location, man. Yeah, it, it, it is part of, yeah, it is, but still, it's just so. I mean, uh, it's so rare that Canadian hockey is aired in this country. I mean, I've noticed that ESPN has actually done a better job. That's one of the things ESPN and TNT has had has played, has aired some, you know, um, you know, we've seen the ducks on ESPN plus we saw the, the Lee, um, who was it? It was Montreal played Boston. And I mean, when it was on NBCSN, I mean, we very never ever saw Canadian teams. And so yeah. there's yeah, on, on there's, TNT, they had that, that's that super good. The Toronto Coyotes game last week. Right, which is random as hell. But again, you get Arizona in, which is something that you never really saw on NBCSN. Arizona won that game. Not even really. You just never see that. Saw them. So no, you know. But even Winnipeg, I don't feel like we've you know that that hasn't happened yet. Because let's face it, there was a you know people don't know who Mark Trifley is, and he's a, probably a top ten center yeah, in this league. He is. Oh yeah. 
I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable the 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 lack of knowledge or or press that that team gets, and they are a really damn good team without a doubt, and they've had a lot of really damn good players. Um, why why can't I find? I'm looking for something I thought would be very simple to find. Give it to me. What do you what do you look for? You're looking for it on a phone. I got a whole computer here. No, no, I, I'm I'm on my iPad. I assume I'm at 1%. Okay, let's see if I can hurry up and find this. All right. I could help. Nope, I got it. I got it. I got okay, it. all right, all right, all right. Because I want to mention... Sure. Something. Okay. It's just a freaking roster. Okay. <laughs> all right, so this didn't help me. All right. Here we go. All right. So have you, have you had a chance to see the... Uh, uh, Jonathan Ber- Bergering goal in overtime for the Griffins. I have, yeah. The weekend, yes. That's and I mean that's another draft pick. Isn't is there? There's another one of your hopes of your late draft picks becoming your foundational piece. Yeah, that's that which, is exactly which, what that and, is. And a lot of people didn't didn't really expect anything out of him. And his coming out party was the World Juniors last year. Yeah. Because it it was him and Lucas Raymond was in they were scoring the Sweden's goals last year to World Juniors. Yep. So, so ex- just excitement on the horizon for the wings. Um, as my iPad just died. Okay, so you're statless. I got my phone. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So the the wings this week they just have two games. They're supposed to have three. Supposed to play the Flyers uh, tomorrow. That game's postponed. Thank God, because that would have been a for sure loss in Philly. So yeah, <sighs> we broke that streak, didn't we? We did finally win there, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Like for the first time since the '97 Cup, we won there in the last the, five years. I think the, the the fires are so weird. So not good. And and, and then and then you you had well, Bobby Clark came out this week and was on a podcast and was saying how Ron Hextall didn't listen to scouts and. And he alienated everybody and how no no one wanted to draft Nolan Patrick the year he was drafted. Everybody didn't I didn't want to kill car. And it's like, I mean, that's right uh, right now, sitting here right now today with with the benefit of knowing how everything played out, of course, yes. Right. It's easy to say, well, yeah, Kel McCarr, he's right there. But Nolan Patrick was he had such a dominant junior year, his draft year. I had heard of him. And that's really saying something, considering my knowledge of that. Yeah, he had a dominant junior year. Phenomenal in a Memorial Cup. He was great in the World Juniors that year for Canada. And I mean, and really, honestly, the biggest issue for Nolan Packers, he hasn't been he hasn't been healthy. Yeah, and and it's the worst kind of injuries with concussions. Yeah, like he he hasn't he hasn't been healthy at all in his career. So it's um it's a little unfair to kind of write him off there. But yeah, the flyer. The Flyers are that's just that play they're just but there's there's still so much talent there that they shouldn't be as bad as they are. I mean, well, here's the thing. They 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 fired the coach, <laughs> they fired the GM, then they fired the coach, they made the big trades and the big moves in the offseason, and unfortunately, you know, Ryan Ellis has been hurt. Yeah, I wonder if that that's probably the biggest killer to them. And and it's and Carter Hart is a wild card. You know, it he can look like an all world goalie one like one one period and then look like, oh my god, this guy can't stop a beach ball the very next period. So it's 
a lot of inconsistency in 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 the land of uh, the Flyers. There, it almost seems impossible that the Flyers could have goaltending troubles. Crazy, right? What? what a, I mean, of all teams, it's just unbelievable. Been looking for a goalie since Ron Hextall. I mean, basically, <laughs> it seems that that long for sure. But at the Wings, they have a pair of games this weekend, back-to-back Friday night and Saturday night. Uh, Friday night at home against the Dallas Stars and Saturday night on the road and in Nashville. So, so a little West Coast action. Well, Western Conference action for the Wings, I should say, not West Coast because they're not yeah. going no anywhere near the West Coast. Right. Uh, just Western I think they're – yeah, they don't go to the West Coast. They go Western Canada, I think, in – end of the like March they're they're, they're March. staying yeah uh, Calgary Edmonton Vancouver Seattle um did we mention that they did win 3-2 today Martin Luther King Day they got a one o'clock oh, yeah, game yeah. no they get into yeah the wings they came 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 back come from a high yeah. down two nothing uh Nemesikov gets a shorthanded goal Larkin ties it up with about seven minutes to go and then Larkin wins it in overtime the wings beat, knock off the Sabres and sweep the season series against the Sabres too. So there you go. Eight big points. Good job, guys. Yeah. Yep. Eight, 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 eight out of eight from out of the Buffalo Sabres, you know, hey, again, progress. Right. You know, it's not sweeping the Tampa Bay lightning, but you know, Hey, baby steps here. I know it's, it's it, <laughs> too bad that they're what one in four against the bottom of the league. They got one win against Montreal and two losses, and then a loss to to the Coyotes. So one and three. <laughs> That's fine. But they right, but a win over the Kraken. Yeah. Did four wins over Buffalo. Did they play Ottawa at all? Uh, they haven't played Ottawa. I don't think. I don't think so. So the bottom of the league has been trouble, but a little bit above the bottom of the league, they're doing a okay. No, no, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, I love that. Um. Well, since my iPad is dead, I was gonna do Olympic rosters, but I my iPad's dead, so that's okay. We can do them next week. Yeah, we can save that for a week. Uh, All Star Game. Dylan Larkin into the All Star Game. His second in his second time in his career. Um, <laughs> Lucas Raymond. You can vote him in last minute. I think today is the last day to vote to vote him in. Use your ten votes to uh, vote him in. Yeah. That's- does anybody care about the all-star game? Um, I So I, a long time ago, I, I realized I had this realization that just because something isn't for me, doesn't mean it shouldn't exist Fair. for the most part. So the all-star game, I get it. What I get what it's for. It's for the kids and it's for the city that's hosting it. And it's for the sponsors, right? Should they go back to a non three on three format? to get a more full roster. I I mean cuz the guys that are I'm to, just, here's the I'm I'm torn. I'm torn on that because it's like this format here it makes it a lot more palatable to sit and watch. Sure. But and the so, problem is the guys that are missing. The, the league's fifth the, the league's fifth leading scorer isn't an all-star. Right, yeah. It, well well, and that's that's you know. Well, I mean, Nathan McKinnon really hates the whole uh, everybody gets a player, right? Thing, which I, which yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, the the Red Wings two years ago, did they really deserve not have an All Star? No, they really deserve a guy. No, <laughs> but, but see, I I think what the NHL should do is they should like 
they should still like uh, Travis Egress. He's not. He's not even on the ballot for last man in. Uh, Troy Terry is. Send him there for the skills competition. Yeah. You know, get a mic on him. He's a funny dude. He has a ton of personality. Get a mic on him. Put him out there for skills competition. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, st- still try to involve guys if if they want to go. Now, some guys aren't all stars because they were kind of like, yeah, I've done it. I'm good. I'm all set. Even Ovi's going, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in Vegas. You think Ovi's going to miss the party? Uh, fair. Good point. It's <laughs> a really good point. He's going to miss the party? Come on now. <laughs> Forgive me. I don't. I don't know how I screwed that one up. You know, to quote the great American uh, poet Kesha, "The party don't start till I walk in." Oh boy, <laughs> man! I whenever you can get a good Kesha line in, you know we're having a good show. Yeah. Also, a uh, fun fact for all the guys that listen: if if you are talking to or dating a girl that listens to Kesha on a regular basis, she will start a bar fight. Just putting it out there. Wow. Okay. And she will and she will not hesitate to swing on you if you piss her off. I'm just putting it out there right there. Put out, okay. put it out there. All right. So, you know, get your hands up. <laughs> Look at Walt helping you folks out. Just let you know. I will now remember that. No, no, just open up the bag of chips. I'll edit it out later. <laughs> and should we should I ever have a date again and she listens to Kesha, I will freak the F out. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. Those girls are fun, though. It's fine. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna take it. Well, well, that is the least convincing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I've. Uh, I don't. I don't like getting punched in the face. I guess is really what my 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 issue is. Uh, Get your hands up. Keep the hands up. You know. Just get your hands up. Okay, that's good advice. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. Yeah. I mean, once you get punched in the face once, it doesn't. You know. For a while, it doesn't hurt anymore. You may be surprised. I'm not a scrapper. I haven't thrown hands a lot. I, I, I mean, I haven't. It's been, it's been, it's been a few months since I last got hit in the face. So, uh. okay, yeah. See, you're talking about how it's been a few months since you've last been hit in the face. I'm talking about how I haven't thrown hands ever. You're talking about how it's been a couple of weeks. Come on, big difference. Uh, months? I said months. Uh, we share whatever. I wanted to exaggerate, so I did. Whatever. It happened. It's over. Islanders won four to one, by the way. Good call. I don't, I don't know why I decided to just do scoring up base for Islanders and Flyers game. But well, because, because you mentioned it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because you mentioned right. it and you told them what the score was gonna be. And you mentioned it, and so that's why. Yeah. No, the fly yeah, the Flyers, they they really sucked to their end of the bargain and getting that one. Yeah. Hey. The Islanders decided now we're gonna double it. I can't even get over how bad the Flyers are. It's I mean, it, I just I that, just that's yeah they they are for sure one of those confusing teams where you really expected them to be better than what they are. I mean Couturier and Giroux and Van Riemsdyk and 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 I uh, just I don't get it. I don't I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I I I, I have a sense of. Full of a rebuild is on the horizon for them. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they're getting further and further away. To be sure. Yeah. And 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 at Atlantic Division. I mean, you know, you and you know, it's funny. We're talking about the Islanders, but the Islanders are in Atlantic Division. And they're having a down year right now. But I mean, I don't you you expect them to 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 be better going forward. The sure. de- and the Devils are are rising as well. 
you know, that's, that's a good, that's a good young team. That's rising, that's rising to the ranks as well. And the penguins aren't going anywhere. The capitals aren't going anywhere. The hurricanes are just now hitting their stride. The Rangers, I'm not even sure the Rangers have fully hit their stride yet because, because the, the, the two young high, high, high round picks are still developing. Yeah. So it's Kako. I, I mean, if, if, if Kako and, and Lafreniere hit their, hit their stride, then it's, that's going to be a real team. That team's going to be sick. Good. Yeah. And, you know, and, and also here's Columbus, they're, you know, 35 points and 36 games for, for the Blue Jackets on a team that, you know, a lot of people expected just to kind of fall off and they're still good. You know, I mean, not good, but they're still, you know, yeah, there. It's, they're kind of surprising. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of surprised by, by them. And I, I, you know, it shows what rookies can do because I think that they're, they're really kind of staying afloat and kind of head above water because of what Cole Sillinger and the kid whose name I can never pronounce. Which kid here? I'll find uh, out. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I temporarily forgot that my, my laptop does function as a, as a thing. Igor Chanikov. Yeah. Yeah. The Chanikov. player they drafted uh, and then nobody in the first round and nobody heard of him and everybody oh, thought it was right. a made up guy. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You remember when that happened with the Lions with Jelani Tavai, they didn't have film for him. And then it turned out that he really did just suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Sorry. Yeah, um, right now, so Bjorkstrand is leading the Jackets in points with 26. Voracek has 25. Boone Jenner, 24. Zach Rowinski, 21. And your boy, G- Gus, Gustav Nyquist, has 20, along with uh, Alex Texier with 20 as well. Ooh, okay, maybe I'm wrong, because I guess those guys aren't scoring. Line has got 13 points in 17 games, but only five goals. Yeah. Chanikov's only got seven. Maybe it's not their youngs. Where did, did I? I mean, the, the, where is Sillinger? Yeah, Cole Sillinger. I mean, but, you know, they're only, I mean, they're playing 13 minutes a night. No, they're not playing first line minutes at all. That's the other thing with Arizona. They seem to always constantly be rotating their lines more than anybody else that I've ever seen. Just Arizona. constant line rotation. What I say? Arizona. Am I drunk? What's going on? Are you? I mean, no. if you are, it's fine. No, I'm, I don't judge. Good God. Come on, Thomas. Pull yourself together, man. Oh, man. All right. So with that, we're going to we're going to end on that note. Thomas is drunk. That's how we're going to end it. Uh, I, I wish <laughs> it was. I'm just screwing up. How many teams did I say wrong? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't keep track. Thanks, man. I don't keep, I don't keep track. You're a good friend for that. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the L.A. Rams are just. Yeah, this 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 game has a real Buffalo New England feel to it right now. <laughs> Kansas City Pittsburgh feel. Twenty. What? What? Did something happen? I mean, it was twenty-one nothing, and the Cardinals defense have decided not to cover receivers. Well, that's going to be important. <laughs> that's <laughs> you. You're going <laughs> to. I'm not a defensive coordinator. I've never claimed to be one, but you're going to want to play defense. Yeah, and and yeah, and so yeah, that'll that'll help. Oh, Matthew Stafford realized Tyler Higby exists now. That's cool. That's awesome. Didn't need that at any point earlier this year. Oh boy. 
Oh boy. I feel like somebody's fantasy is having a fantasy situation here in the postseason. I've seen so many guys on playoff weekend just go off. I'm like, really? Could do that one time. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh uh, man, a Cooper Cup through the hands. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Uh, S- S- Stafford is is throwing just absolute dives at his receivers, and it's just <laughs> all of his incompletions have been drops. He's now he's he, I'm pretty sure he's having flashbacks when he's a lion. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about the wings. We'll talk about the Olympic rosters and how clearly the U.S. Olympic Committee listened to me. Yes, they did. Clearly listened to me. So you know, I I will be if the U.S. When when it's any uh, hardware in the Olympics, I will gladly take full credit for it. I look forward to you getting a gold medal. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. You know, if it was.